Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to The Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and this is a Tide ad. <laughs> That's good. As always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Michael Daniels. <laughs> How's it going tonight, Mike? It's a lot better now. <laughs> that was good. A Tide ad. You're terrible. Okay, so um, let's start out talking about that, that Super Bowl. Are you... Uh, you sports guy? I feel like we talked uh, about this before. Yeah, a little bit here and there. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm a football guy, but I'm it's year to year almost. I mean, mm-hmm. or maybe decade to decade. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I was I, I was raised on on a football family. Love I love the NFL. Love all things about it. But then sometimes it's just one of those that some years I'm busy or just have a lot of things going on and don't get to sure. catch the games. And and I think that. My worst thing is that I don't have a lot of people around me that that follow it. Yeah, I know. I know some of our friends. Like um, Pete is a guy who reads all the blogs and pays attention to the different coaching staff and the different trades that are going on there. Um, and I just, I just don't care enough to do that kind of research. And so I, I let him do that for me and complain about it in group text and then keep track of it. But a lot of people. You know, they like played sports as kids or whatever. I was never that guy. I think we talked about this when uh, we had Trotsky on. And so it's it's never been anything other than a social arrangement. You know, I lived in Indianapolis for a couple of years and people there in, in my circle of friends were like, you, you don't know who Peyton Manning is? Okay, <laughs> right. You can come over, come over Sunday afternoon. We're going to. We're going we're gonna to watch this. Watch this. And so, play. like, after I moved away from Bloomington, and my family is from northern Illinois, so yeah, those of my my blood relatives who care about sports are Bears fans. Yeah, okay. And uh, my brother, my brother-in-law, who lives in Tennessee, he's born in Indiana, so he's a Colts fan. One of my sisters is a Colts fan, and really, like, out of 13 of us in my immediate family not counting the the kids there are like five or six of us who care about football at all and okay um so it's yeah when when there's nobody around who cares to watch the game it's it's not that it's not that interesting to me like i don't have the attention span to just sit and watch whatever four hours it takes for a football game well, I I can watch it. Um, I'll put it, it on. I, what I like to do, not I haven't done it this the past like two seasons because the Colts have been just so tragically disappointing. Yeah, tragic, tragic sure. is too is too dramatic of a word for that. But right. um, I like to put on the radio broadcast. I have an app on my phone for that, and the the guys that do the radio broadcast are so much more entertaining because they are engaged in their team and they get excited. It's not like the TV guys. And I also can be doing other stuff, mowing my lawn or playing wow or something. Sure. Well, the, the, I totally agree with the the community type thing about it. I mean, maybe if I was, I had people come in on Monday morning and we could talk about the games and, and that would be fine too. But you know, watch, watching it with somebody that's much better because you know, something big happens. You're like, yeah, that was really cool. But you turn around and there's like nobody else there to, cheer with you and you're like uh so i mean you know i'll go i'll go sometimes i could go i could go to our our group of friends but they also don't often watch the 
the football. So anyway, the long short of it is that, yeah, I, I do. I really enjoy it. I love, I love the NFL. I'm a big Washington Redskins fan and Indianapolis Colts fan. Um, so, and I did watch the Super Bowl, watched it all the way through. Um, but it, like, like I said, it's just hard. I haven't watched it a lot in the last several years and I'll watch some of the big games and try to watch some of the playoffs, but you know, I, I'd love to get back into it. And every time, every year time the season starts, I'm like, Oh, this is, I get into the hype and, but then just don't have that. So, Anyway, yeah, yeah. I did watch the Super Bowl. Um, the I am not a very big Patriots fan. Okay, <laughs> anti they're you know them and the Colts have history. Yeah, um, yeah. So oh, I mean, yeah. I respect I respect the dynasty and all that. I respect what they've done, but yeah, I was, we, I was definitely we, cheering we on. The we Eagles. won't we won't get into that. I've, I've sure, strong, sure. I've strong negative feelings sure. and and opinions on that it's uh right go, so that's, it goes, that's it goes back point, to the 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 manning brady quote yes. unquote rivalry which right yeah anyway exactly I, so, but so i didn't I, I didn't bring up the game to talk about the game <laughs> I brought up the game right. to talk about ads right well that that that's the thing is that um i was cheering on the eagles and i wanted i, I genuinely genuinely did want to watch the game because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I do like football, but um, I the commercials, as everybody always knows, is some of the best things about that is that it's such a huge thing to watch mm-hmm. these awesome commercials throughout history. Um, so it was a bigger deal before YouTube, and sure. you had to see them during the game. Like now, well, you know, right? I watched the game on my phone, muted, and looked up the ads this morning on YouTube. Right. Well, the other side is that you get to watch them. As they happen. And it's almost, sure. as, you know, there, there's actually a community part of that too. I know that as we were watching it, oh, yeah. that I, I was messaging several of our friends and, you know, making comments about what was being played or stuff. So there, as long as you have somebody else watching, that's also a, a good thing to, to watch it with. Sure. Sure. Um, but I got to, uh, so it's weird because I'm watching, I'm watching the, sh- the, the game and then I don't want to leave because like for a break or to go get a drink right, or anything. Right. To go get snacks or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm not a big, I'm not a big halftime guy. I just, that, that whole halftime show thing is just overblown for me. And it's, it's just, yeah. It's and if it's, there's, it, if there's not going to be a dude in a shark outfit, only <laughs> right. well, when is, the game starts back up. Right. Once they, once they started, you know, just at blatantly being, doing lip syncing instead of being, it being actual, stuff i was like i don't know yeah the um but anyway the point of that was that i um i always pause it and that's when i'll go do whatever i want else i want to do during that time and then i've got catch-up time you know i can fast forward and sure. oddly enough during this i don't want to fast forward to the commercials i want to fast forward through the, like the game bits that are boring you know when they're showing replays i don't care about to work yeah yeah they're, which was they're interesting there were a couple times in the game where they were uh you know, reviewing a play or something, and they just showed the replay over and over. And I, without yeah. sound, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what kind of super biased commentary we're getting from... Uh, <laughs> it was definitely super biased commentary. Al Michaels and uh, the other guy. But anyway, what was uh, what was your favorite ad? Uh, favorite ad? Um, I want to say... I mean, it's hard to not say the Avengers 30-second little spot being the coolest thing ever. Um okay. But I did like, I did like, um, oh, I'm going to admit to liking Solo. I got, I got, yeah, I got I, my, my eye, mind I was, about that. I was surprisingly hyped for that. I think because I watched it this morning after the game was over, after the Eagles won, or more importantly, the Patriots lost. Um, I'd seen a lot of really good trailers. 
early yesterday. Um, we went and saw The Greatest Showman. Oh, right, which yeah. I, I know you haven't seen, so we won't get into, right. but it's a pretty, you know, it's a musical, so it's fairly, like, I don't want to say uplifting, but it's, like, emotionally, <clears throat> you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, I was in a pretty good mood this morning, is what I'm trying to say. And so when <laughs> I... um. When I watched that trailer, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be great. And it's probably it's probably not. It's probably going to be terrible. But the, the trailer <laughs> does make it pretty. I mean, it's interesting to me to see. I don't really know. Other stories like outside of the main. Like I, I've, I've said on the show, I really, really liked Rogue One. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for like extra what, what you would read a book. You know, when you want to go read the book. That's why we yeah, read those something, books. Yeah, you know? something out of something out of the main story so long as it stays within the story right yeah. so long as it doesn't break continuity which is always you know a challenge a risk but i don't know yeah well the the uh i don't know i loved rogue one this one makes me super nervous from all of the extra st- i i would say super nervous it 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 makes me where i i don't want to care too much it's mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. everybody's pretty clear that i've i've not been a a big fan of the last Jedi. And right. I left that one feeling not like I really cared anymore. Not that I care. I love star Wars, but I didn't have this. Yeah. Underwhelmed. And like, okay, if this is the way star Wars is going to be, then it's just going to be another movie for me. And it's not going to be that expectation. And you, that's kind of how I felt about solo. Even watching that trailer, it's like, okay, that was okay. I mean, Avengers, I got goosebumps and I was like, you know, mm. sin, sitting up straight, watching it and just my, mouth was salivating wanting more 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 please and solo was like oh okay yeah that's all right that's that's happening yeah if we were if we were gonna do uh if we were gonna do geek scholars style one word things my one for solo would be cautiously optimistic that's two words yeah but they cheat sometimes (laughs) they cheat sometimes too yeah i don't don't know one word that means cautiously optimistic so right right um yeah, I, I, I'd love it to be great. I, I really would. I mean, I love I love stories in the Star Wars world. That's very interesting to me and very cool. That yeah. that has neat things. Um, and there it'll be filled with Easter eggs for all sorts of other cool mm-hmm. stuff. But um, uh, there's just so much going on. I know in the background of that movie that that makes it feel like it. I, I shouldn't have high expectations. And I also maybe it's one of the things that I, I don't think it's going to tie. There's no way for it to tie in. To anything else like Rogue One, you got to see how something happened that was important, and then it tied right oh, into the other yeah. Thing. Because it wasn't it wasn't a story about characters; it was a story about events. Where yeah. this this is about characters, and and I know Han Solo really well. The Han Solo I know, I like. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know pretty much everything I need to know about Han Solo, and he's lifelong buddies with Chewbacca, okay, and Lando, and he won he won the Millennium Falcon from Lando. Do I really need to know, like the dice roll he he rolled to do it, or mm. the weight? Okay, maybe. So I guess there's nothing. Maybe here in this I mean, I don't. Me I, I don't. I don't disagree that it's wise to like uh, moderate your hype about a movie because you know. Yeah. I mean, to me, a big part of what spoiled the Last Jedi was high expectations. At least for me personally, I can't speak. No, I kind of for the entire Star Wars fandom, but um, I don't know. I mean, 
to a certain extent, I think that uh, Han Solo origin story seems like it fits right into your wheelhouse of stuff that you like. You know, sure. kind of thieves, rogues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not quite hero's journey, but. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good guy in general, but does the, the yeah, I, I yeah, it, it totally would, it, and it should, and that's why I said that's where that's where I get that. I agree with you being cautious, cautiously optimistic. It has yeah. potential, like Jedi did, it has potential to be a really good one. Um, and the all was it Aldrin Emmerich? I can't remember the guy's name that plays Harrison Ford's character, but um, is that he? The trailers look okay, I guess, but. He he shouldn't try and say Han's lines because mm. I don't think that that right. will play over well. I mean, did, you just can't deliver Harrison Ford. Did you um, see yeah. um, what was it called? The Dumb and Dumber prequel. I want to say Dumb and Dumber. Er, I think yeah, I did. That I was mean, it was it was way back. It was like the first horrible. thing you saw January Jones in before, uh, like way before Mad Men. Yeah. That's, um, that was a horrible and, show, though. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't very good. But I remember watching like a little bit of trailers or or behind the scenes, whatever. And they're like, we wanted these two guys. What we didn't want was just young guys saying lines from the original movie, which is yeah. good. Like, you know, I don't know that they really succeeded in making a good movie. It's kind of hard. Well, after the fact, to make a prequel, it's the whole weird thing yeah um you know it's like yeah. if if in the in the post acquisition fox disney world if they actually make a new um serenity firefly piece like yeah. what that what that'll be like clearly most of the main actors are a little too advanced in years to continue the main story so it would have to be like a well in the future story or maybe you start a new story with different characters or something it's it's very tricky it, it is and i mean yeah i'd love for it to be good i mean that would be fantastic and wonderful and it's nice that we're going to get a follow-up to a star wars you know movie that was kind of disappointing so soon after so that makes me feel happy and it has a potential to go either way. It could it could be really good and redeem, bring Star Wars back for Disney. So you know, like, whew, we we had a little problem there with one movie, but this one brought us back. Or mm -hmm. it could double down and make you know, all of a sudden we had one disappointing Star Wars movie. Now we've got another disappointing Star Wars movie, and it's like, yeah, okay, the just... the scheduling is really strange to me. I don't know any of the backstory to why this is coming out so soon. I don't know either. I mean, no. I, I I really don't. I mean. Actually, if you think about it, it's six months after because December 18th is when the last Jedi comes out. And this doesn't come out to Memorial Day. So it's like six well, months. Right. But like when is episode nine going to air? Like Christmas right. 19? Yeah. Well, there's supposed to be a Star Wars movie every year. Well, right. Every year. And so we had one, you know, around Thanksgiving yeah. last year. Yeah. And now we're getting yeah. one Memorial Day. So it's yeah. going to be a year and a half. You're right. Before the yeah, next I, one. I don't, I don't understand that either. I, I will say this that there's, there's a lot of things with this movie that have had not gone right with it, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff in the the background that that has that has happened with the directors 
leaving, being fired, and bringing in another guy, complete reshoes, word of completely rewriting scripts in the middle of half the film being made. Um, and then oh, a little bit of a Justice League situation. Well, even worse, like even worse. Uh, the the wow. way I understand it is that they, it came in. It's like this. They were half over halfway done. And then Disney saw it and said, OK, this is not the movie we are going to make anything off of. And it's going to destroy things. Yeah. So so they, they said, you're fired. Um, we're going to get somebody else in. And oh, my God, what are we going to do? We'll get Ron Howard in, who's a pretty much a solid lock for straight kind of straight man director. Sure. And then they do that and he's got to come in with this script and these actors and this cast and crew. that's not his mm. and make what he can do out of it. Um, and then the words were that from the cast and crew that they signed on for one thing and they don't know what they have now. Yeah, sure. And yeah. Also they yeah. were cast for, they were cast for those, that one thing. And now they're not, it's kind of like taking comedians and putting them in a drama when they signed on to make a comedy. You well, know. I mean, it's still Star Wars, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Right. So, so do you do you yeah. think that do you think that Ron Howard sticks a homeless guy with a sign that says "I tried" in his movie <laughs> right. in some yeah, way? Exactly. Well, see, to go to, the, to I, the, I would the, I would say he's not he's not quite as uh, he's not quite as tongue in cheek as Joss Whedon, but right. Arrested Development. He did do Arrested Development. Kind of, right. you know. Well, you know, and maybe that that'll work out for in his favor. I know that they hired the the guys that did that were originally directing. They did Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. And those oh, kind of okay. Things. So they they were made. I think, I think that was the goals that they were supposed to be. You know, over the heavy, top funny, and they went comedy. way. They went heavy funny, and like slapstick comedy type stuff. And yeah, it, which is which is one of the things that's sort of in in the. I don't want to reopen the the box of, of last Jedi, but that was one of right. the issues with last Jedi. Yeah. So, so the, this came, came about to be, um, maybe it just wasn't what they wanted. And I know they fired and they got this person. So not only that, the script happened. And then the other things is that they hired, they had to hire, like after this was all done, they had to come out and hire an acting coach for their lead actor. Oh no. That, yeah, I know. That's not so, what you want. Exactly. And you're like, Oh my God, if they're, they're coming back and saying, okay, his performance is horrible. We're firing our directors and we're going to hire a whole acting coach for our main actor. Oof. And so when I watched the trailer, I, I want to not be cynical about that kind of stuff, but it didn't show me anything that was like, this is, this is the show. You know, this is a lot of the actor main Han Solo guy being cool and awesome and amazing. It just showed. Yeah. Some scenes. Like you can't, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't care if you got Amelia Clark and and whoever else. Like, if your lead is weak, yeah. Like, what what are you? What do you have? Yeah, and and you know what? The Rogue One was great as a uh, a Dirty Dozen type show where there's lots of characters, and that was the point. And while Jyn Erso was the main character, sure, um, the whole show was all the people and how what they yeah. were all doing. And and, and this and one, were it's got to be Han Solo. They were all pretty good. Yeah, they were all pretty good. But this one has got to be about Han Solo. He's got to be the main character. He's got to drive yeah. this thing. It's yeah. not the 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 name of the film is not the the weird name of your ship. It's yeah. the dude's name. Like this is what this right. story is about. Right. You can't. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which actually made me think of you just like I watched it again today and made me think of what, <laughs> something you had said with um, with Star Trek was that you had said like several times that the Enterprise is a character. And, I, and I've never felt that way or never really agreed with that. But when I've watched this trailer and when I watched the episode seven trailer for okay. uh, The Force Awakens, when they mm-hmm. show the Millennium Falcon doing its cool stuff, you're like, oh, my God, that's the Millennium Falcon. And I want to see more of the Millennium Falcon doing cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, and, Millennium, and Falcon, sudden, the Millennium Falcon yeah. is a character for sure. It is. And then that's when I, I, I took a step back after watching that trailer today and I thought, you know what? In this situation, that's totally right. That's totally right. That when that thing, that character comes on screen and does cool stuff, I want to see it's unique, it's special, and it has a meaning all the time when it does it. Did nothing did else? Did you is see? Like that. Um, did you see Serenity when it was in theaters? Yes. Okay, so I I went and saw that. At the time, I didn't know any super nerds like I do now, yeah. and so I went and saw it by myself, which is not whatever. Like I go to the movies now i'm not saying anything with that but um i remember distinctly sitting there in the theater watching this movie start and there's this whole prologue thing with the guy and the sword and then and then they cut to <clears throat> the the film proper starting and um serenity the ship is flying and i remember sitting in the theater watching it going Man, that ship is so cool. Like, yeah, right. It is cooler looking than anything in Star Trek, anything <laughs> in Star Wars. Yeah. BSG hadn't happened yet, the reboot. So I don't know. There's right. a, that that's a little up for up for debate, but watching that going, man, that ship is just so cool. And then Sorry. like like it flies by and a plate flies off of it. Right. Right. And they they cut to the cockpit and uh and Nathan Fillion going, "What was that?" What just fell off my ship? Did, did a piece just come flying off my Goriam ship? <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this movie is amazing already. Right already, yeah, yeah. The I hope they, uh, man, I hope they never redo that that show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you I can't. They and they're redo. all like, like that's not a show where, like, Star Trek is an ensemble cast. Yeah, and in in the next generation, you have. You have a character like Picard, and you have a character like Tasha, right? Tasha was okay, but she wasn't Picard, right? right? Like some characters were bigger than others, and the ship was a, was a big character. Like there aren't really any weak characters in Firefly. Like maybe Simon, but even Simon is kind of interesting, and like you have all that. But also the ship is almost as big of a character as any of the actual characters. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I feel that same way just because ser- there was never a lot of scenes with Serenity that made me feel that Serenity was doing something special or amazing. Like I, I liked the scene that you you specifically were talking about, but there was nothing that like I, when I mentioned the Millennium Falcon, like there are scenes, entire scenes with the Millennium Falcon doing cool stuff. Yeah. And, I, and that, that I makes guess, the scenes cool. I guess for me, like, I had never seen Voyager. Um, as I said, uh, BSG wasn't out. So there's more, like, the ship does more planetary stuff. 
They've got true. the whole crazy oh, Ivan yeah. thing. That's that's true. That's very true. I take it just back. the like yeah. like the they moving do. parts aspect of it, which yeah, you, uh, you know, again, Voyager technically had moving parts, but right, yeah, I it's remember seeing that the leap on the wind with scene the, with the with the CGI. Yeah, yeah, that's into the movie. Yeah, but still, it, it it did have scenes. You're right. You're right. I take that back. I was just trying to think. It's been a while since I've seen those, but you're right. It's. I, I'm it's sure if I saw a Serenity scene come up, I'd be like, "Oh, that's that's the that's Serenity." It's you know? it's not necessarily what the ship does because you know in in Next Generation there's not there's not that much that the Enterprise does. It's just a big, you know, cool ship, whatever. Like yeah. it's it's more about what it is. Like to the crew on Serenity, it's everything. Sure. Right. Like they're in this. They're in this sort of post-apocalyptic situation where their ship is their is their survival. It's the difference between them living free or having to go conform to the alliance. Right. So I don't. I don't know. That's we we went off on a right on a little bit. Of well, a anyway, the there. the taking it back a little bit there is that seeing the Falcon come in on and doing those cool scenes when it was happening that that made me feel like oh there's a it's just the weirdest feeling I had. Or to, but there's or a to cool see character the, that I liked. To see the internal corridors kind of new looking. Right. And that's all of a sudden becomes like like you said, a character that's like mm-hmm. as good as seeing Chewie. You yeah. Know, like, oh, that that that's cool. And there there's gonna be that. And hopefully there'll be more of those. But the rest of it, yeah, we'll see. I I it's another thing about to, to talk about the downplay of things, the worrisome production values is that something like this they should have had trailers for a year ago or six months ago. And now they're showing the very first scenes you see any of it, like very close to the release. Yeah. It's late trailers. And I assume some of that had to do with not undercutting the hype for last Jedi, but it is weird that we've seen none of it. Like I did not realize this movie was so soon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I actually didn't realize that it was may as well. Um, I know that people can say historically Memorial Day weekend is a Star Wars release date. That's when the old shows used to be released and, mm. and it was always in May. But I mean, they went away from that. Since seven, it's been Christmas. Good. Yeah, yeah. They, they went away when Disney bought that and said, well, okay, that's actually I think it was before then they, they stopped doing them in May. But um, maybe it was just it was just Disney. Um, so yeah, why, there's no there's no reason why, you know, May needs to be a, a, a spiritual successor date for solo <laughs> and there's no way i mean we could say there's busy schedules too that there's no weekend that they could feel that they would feel comfortable going up against other things but if it's star wars and han solo they should be the dominating force whenever they release theoretically sure yeah and and they are of course yeah we'll we'll, we'll see about that i guess there's a lot of good movies though coming out i mean we don't i know this wasn't on our docket to talk about but um, I was looking through to, uh, today or yesterday about all the, the movies that are going to come out. There's so many that are going to be amazing. We've got um, not just that. We've with the Star Wars movie, we've got the Avengers movie coming out, and sure. then followed up uh, right before that is Black Panther, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. in the summer after that is Ant Man and the Wasp. Just had a, a trailer quietly released. Um, really, I, I missed that one. That'll be yeah. That'll be after Infinity Wars, though. It'll be after it'll be the first movie after Infinity War. So it'll be a post Infinity War world. Which hmm. is interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it is. And and they've known that for a while and they've mentioned it that it's going to be after whatever events happen. So clearly the Ant-Man makes it through, 
you know, with right. the wasp. Um, right. But they'll he's going to be in it, I know, and I think she's in it for a very very small part too. Um, right. So yeah, that's 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 going to be really cool. So those are those movies are coming out, um, and there's just a ton more. The ones my crazy enough, they have Mary Poppins re- re- reboots coming out. Um, so it, it should be a good year. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't uh I haven't been paying too close attention to what what movies are coming out next this this year, but uh yeah. Well, so what 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 did you think of the the 30 second spot? Did you watch the the Avengers the new Avengers trailer? I I did. Um I mean if I were <laughs> if I were again going to put a one word on it, I would say fan service, but in a good way. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's so like, it's so big with the music and all that stuff, and even, even you know, my only exposure to these characters is through these films. So yeah, um, right. It's I don't you know. know what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. I don't know. I the 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 team up thing. I feel like we're approaching critical mass on. Like I think after sure. this movie, whether they could finish this story in one movie or if it takes two or three. Um, I think it'll take two. It's going to take two. They've got two movies. I think it has to, the story has to spread back out. Like I agree. You get diminishing returns on that kind of stuff. I think it will. I think that they're, they're planning on scattering everybody to the winds and just like tearing apart the Avengers for, for a new Avengers type thing. So that, I mean, if characters die, maybe cap or Iron Man or, or whoever, contractual things whatever right i think the i think they will i think that it's just smart and they've talked uh, alluded to here and there that the next avengers is going to be completely different like the team is just going to be different and that means that they will be able to do other movies and be individual solo again so that they can do the whole like sine wave thing where they come back and they're back small and individual movies again and then coming back to big movies sure sure so uh, Black Panther will be a start of that, you know, maybe Ant-Man. Um, mm-hmm. They'll be launching Miss Marvel. So the, these things will be individual character driven stories again that will not have a lot of team ups and then culminate again back into. Is um, so. is Miss Marvel the same as Captain Marvel? Uh, no, uh, we, we won't spend too much on this <laughs> podcast, which would spend hours. But uh, Captain Marvel is or sorry, Miss Marvel is Captain Marvel. Okay. Yes, they are Captain Marvel. I mean, obviously um, not not the Captain Marvel from DC. Obviously. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's not, he's not the, he's not Shazam. Um, that's a whole legal thing. But no, those are different people. Miss um, Marvel was Marvel. She's in the Air Force. Her character always was in the comics. That's and Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers. She's in the comics. There's stupid, complicated back history which I want to talk about. Sure. Yeah. But but um, she's a she's in the Air Force and. Um, so she has the rank of captain and, um, mm-hmm. she is Ms. Marvel. And then they relaunched her, her, um, I think she took the moniker from someone else and like Ms. Marvel, another Ms. Marvel. Oh, I see. Um, right. And then, so when she launched her, they relaunched her, her, they, at one point they decided to relaunch her, her comic book again. Mm-hmm. And they changed it from Ms. Marvel to Captain Marvel. And so, and I didn't read it, but I heard it was like hugely successful and fans loved it and it was great and okay. had good sales. And, um, it really played on her being a, a, a military minded person. 
So she became Captain Marvel, and then they relaunched a new character that's a younger character named uh, that took up the Ms. Marvel um, moniker. Mm-hmm. And um, she has no relationship really to Ms. Marvel, except that she, um, to Carol Danvers, except that she admired her. Okay. So I think I think that's how she took up her name. And she's a real popular character right now in the comic books, too. So, yeah, Ms. Marvel did become Captain Marvel. And then now there's a different Ms. Marvel as well. So is this um, heavily rumored Brie Larson character, is this Carol Danvers? Yes, this is Carol Danvers. Okay. Because I know and, that and there's... It's, it's going to de- be just a, a whole new thing. It's just going to be its own on, Depending on the popularity of the character, like, I, f- I think, you know... Batman, Spider-Man, Superman are all like cultural icons, right? Like you yeah. can't you can't completely change any of those characters without like you know, stirring up a lot of fan anger, whatever. Right, right. Sure. Whatever that's worth. But I know that like when I tried to read some of the Arrow comics, Green Arrow, after watching yeah the arrow cw show like no version of um his his partner um canary Um, oh yeah black canary black canary like no version of her in the comics represents the like two three characters that you see in the show i mean i mean nor does he represent Ollie, no. the, Ol- Oliver in the comics, like it's no. just it's just a different Batman. It's a different it's, Batman. It's a different story. It's a different take on those. Just like you know, um, Christian Bale is very different from Adam West. Well, yes, but I mean, we, we don't want to deep dive into that. But yeah, Arrow right, right, is right. Arrow is literally nothing like anything at all with the comic book <laughs> characters. They're they're nothing alike at all. Right, um, right. I, yeah, I, I don't even know. It's now that you look at it in hindsight and I'm going to take a step back, you wonder how they can even use the name Arrow. Why don't they just call it a different character name? That's why, like use, yeah. why he's Arrow and not Green Arrow or something. But it's Anything. not, it's not it like, doesn't matter. it's not like comics don't, re- especially if it's something lesser known, you reboot oh, and yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, oh, in, in this universe, Batman is, um, uh, shoot, what's the dad's name? Oh yeah, uh, Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I agree. I, I you're, you're very right, especially with. I like how you said lesser known characters because yeah. um, the the perfect example is well, Marvel can do it easy because a lot of their big name guys now weren't necessarily big name guys before. Iron Man's always been around, sure. but I can't say that he's been like the top leading Marvel thing no, until no. Robert Downey Jr. made it. As I understand it, anyway. Name. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and then Ant-Man, the Wasp, absolutely not. But he was, he was, um, I'm going to, what's his name? It's driving me nuts. Um, Paul Rudd? No, I'm trying to think of uh, Michael Douglas's character's name. Oh, Hank Pym. Hank Pym so yeah. Hank Pym was, was the Ant-Man. He was the original Ant-Man. He right. Was, he was Ant-Man in the comic books. And he was the Ant-Man. He's always is the main. And now there's, they've gone through time with a few different characters coming in and out of that role. But really, when you say Ant-Man, it's Hank Pym. Um, and then... All of a sudden, when they relaunched this movie version, they used Scott Lang, which was just a temporary couple, a small time, was he ever actual Ant-Man. Well, but they were able a, to, like you said, reboot it to whatever they wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, it's, it's like what they did with um, 
with Steve Rogers and Captain yeah. America, where you're trying to bring these uh, post-war, I'm sure there's a, is that like Golden Age, Silver Age, something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think it's Golden Age when he was. Um, to try to bring those characters into the present day. There's a yeah. there's an interesting conversation if we ever get um my brother David on here. He he has strong feelings about using historical events to oh, yeah. to enhance the emotional impact of a a, a comic book superhero story. Um, I, I agree. That was his issue with uh with Wonder Woman, which was an interesting take to me because to my mind, like I compartmentalize it. I'm like, obviously the world with Wonder Woman in the trenches in World War One is not the real world because there's a there's a superhero there's a woman with yeah. godlike powers running around. It's obviously not the real world. And yeah, I can you, ju- you would know it. I can yeah. just separate it where for him it's it's like it's disrespectful to all the veterans and all the people who died and I'm like it's I don't yeah. know. Like I don't have I don't have that problem. I can keep those two ideas separate but well the the, um, the weird thing about that is that some of those were made especially like the captain to address him specifically if he's listening to this is that you know like cap that was actually written when the war was on well right and that's and that's my understanding as well as a as a non-comic reader like some of those like captain america superman some of those characters were were conceived and written like right in that in that time in the in the late forties, yeah. early fifties, when that was the culture, you know, Superman's yeah. thing used to be truth, justice, and the American way. Nobody yeah. says American way anymore because it's, right. it's not quite as, it doesn't have the same con- contextual meaning in 2017, 18, as it did right. in the fifties. Right. But, um, yeah. So I don't mind that. Like to me, that's at least in their origins where these characters belong. Like it doesn't make sense to make, captain america if he started now and like went to afghanistan or something yeah you know? and it's it's hard it's hard to it's a different kind of character and you can do that right like they they you know have the punisher have, does that have reinvented was, was reconceived these characters as if they originated in the present day it's easier with a character like superman who is a literal alien you yeah know, you can do but captain america at least Again, I haven't really read. I haven't II. really read any of the comics, but his character in the films seems to be heavily rooted in that. Um, Absolutely, that Greatest Generation, yeah, ethos. Well, it's and, the, and the same problem with Magneto, mentality. right? Is that he was? Oh, for sure. Important on the, that on he the was, other side, yeah, yeah, he was absolutely supposed to be, uh, you know, in concentration camps. That's core to his character. So you can't yeah. take that out and make it like he was in a camp in Afghanistan. You know. It has to be it has to be that, but that dates him so hard, right? I mean, he would. There's no way he'd be alive around this time. Right. Um, but I, I get that. But that's that's kind of going off the thing. But I, I will say that I, I do like what you said that that the like the Marvel movies can recast, retype, and not care about some of those things in the past that are com- complicated. And Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, whatever it will be, um, she, Carol Danvers will be her own new thing. Yeah. And I like that. And she's got great. If you follow her in the comic books and you like her, you're a big fan of her. has been following her since she was created. Good. That's good on you. That'll still continue. You'll still have that character that has that past. This one, I'm sure will cherry pick some of the best, coolest things that they think and make a new character. And that'll be yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, 
Um, there was a thing I, I'm not sure if I sent you, but if people out there and look, there's a little shot in the Super Bowl trailer for the Avengers when you see a scene with um, Captain America and um, Vision and the Black Widow walking down a hallway together. And the vision looks like he's a little hurt, but the camera, the freeze frames that came out today is that if you look at that shot, you can see that right behind Captain America is a very, very tail telltale. Somebody else is walking behind him and they're wearing a uniform. That's like the red and gold and black. So it looks just like Captain America or sorry, Ms. Marvel, uh, walking behind him. And Brie Larson is supposed to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of cool that they, you get a little bit of a sneak of her yeah. back, back there yeah, without actually see, seeing her either, either intentional, very, very subtle sneak peek or the people on the, on the trailer team effed up. Right, right. It's one of those two. So either way, we, I think we got to see a little bit of something. Um, but anyway, to, to wrap that up, um, I'm excited for the, for the Avengers movie. Super huge. It's going to be fan service. I love the fan service. Sure, I'm all sure. about it. I think that Avengers movies kind of are great being that. Um, all of them have been, um, and that's fine. Just a lot of, a lot of big spectacle. And I don't, I don't mean that derogatorily. Like, right. You go into the, you go into those movies expecting to see that. And that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Now, now that being said, things like civil war also had the big spectacle, but they were expected to have a story and it did. It was a very Mm -hmm. important story about all of the civil war and why it happened and what's happening in Tony's relationship with with Cap and, and, and Bucky. Um, so that's different, but the Avengers movies are just more about like, let's just put all these guys together, having all this stuff and it's going to be overwhelming and too much. And it's flying at you a million miles a second. And well, yeah, because they need to, they need to explain the gauntlet, right? Well, they, they kind of already did in one of the guardians movies, but did they, um, yeah, there was one scene that it's so funny. If you didn't watch guardians of the galaxy, the first one, then you have no idea. What I saw it, on. but that's been a while ago. And, and we've talked about how these movies have enough exposition that you can watch one of them without having seen the others. You don't get the same emotional impact, but you yeah. still can follow the plot. Yeah. I'm sure they'll do some kind of beginning opening thing talking about the gems. I mean, it's um, part of, I assume that's part of why it's going to take more than one film, right? It's just not enough screen time. Even if you make like a three-hour Peter Jackson film, yeah. I also the story itself, Garner. I mean, deserves it. It really does. I mean, if you think about what ten years that they've been building up to this thing, to to resolve it all, introduce a new the actual guy villain and give him just one movie, this doesn't sound right. Yeah, I mean, we've we've fortunately been introduced to, as far as I know, all the main heroes, unless they bring in. You know, if they're bringing in Miss Marvel and right. Captain Marvel, whatever, or yeah. any others, like we'll have to get a little bit of introduction there, a la yeah. Justice League. But yeah. we still have to be introduced to the villain, and we still have to, you know, explore the whole story. So, yeah, there's 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 going to be a lot going on here. Something I wanted to point out about this the the new trailer was, um, it looks like they've done a, some more work in post um, since their first trailer. Um, and, and, and you, I just recently, again, cause I was so excited about this new one. I went back and watched the, the original trailer and I've heard other people say this too. 
is that if you look at things like Spider-Man's suit, which he's wearing the same suit, he's wearing the Iron Spider suit in okay. both trailers, and he's kind of in the same spots, but it's been just touched up. Um, mm-hmm. Like he's got gold, like piping and inlays and stuff, where in the first trailer he doesn't have that. Okay. And now he does. And then all of a sudden he's crisper and cleaner a little bit more. Um, Thanos in the first trailer looks great, but in the second trailer looks more real. Like it looks like real eyes and he's got, it oh, blends I see into what you're saying. he just it's looks a, like they've really enhanced it. It's a little bit, it's like the modern equivalent of, um, have you seen those, uh, trailers that they used to put with the Disney movies on the VHS mm-hmm. that were just mm-hmm. like, like almost pencil sketches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's just like, it's just like the first draft. Type yeah. Thing, right. And it's not yeah. I mean, it's not the first draft, like it's not storyboards, but it's yeah, somewhere right. in between. Like it took a long time to make a full length animated feature and yeah. they wanted to build up hype early. Yeah. Yeah. And and these and these are when these trailers come out that they, they, they get what from ILM or whoever does their their CGI stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they get trailer worthy scenes, but. You know they're they're still making the movie. It's still in yeah. post. It's still yeah. doing effects. So they're they're that stuff never gets finished until the very end. You know it's not like the, I know that when I'm working on websites and <laughs> and my job things that you know I'll be tweaking all the way through iterations and testing and waterfall and acyclic models and just constantly yeah. going over and over again. And then so even though you have decided on a on a color for I don't know a button or whatever it might be. You know, that can still change and get better and be enhanced at the very last minute. Right. And and I know that's what they do with these movies is that. Yeah. Especially in digital effects, you know, they have dozens yeah. of people working on this stuff. It, right. It gets better as it gets closer, for sure. So so it's not only looks good in that first trailer, it looks even better in this one. And, you know, can't imagine what they're. I'm really, really excited. I'm really yeah. pumped yeah. about it. Um, All right. Well, um let's let's circle back just briefly um so aside from the trailers what uh what what super bowl ads did you like oh can i can i can i bridge it into a a little bit of a movie thing too here i I really was (laughs) a personal personal thing i liked the cloverfields thing okay um just because it's not for everybody i don't know that i've seen anything in that in that franchise I under, I can understand that. I mean, the first movie was okay. I should preface everything by that Cloverfield is created by J.J. Abrams, who is notorious for having the most amazing, mysterious ideas that he comes up with, but has no conclusion or <laughs> you know ending to anything. We're, we're and, look we're looking at you, Lost. Yes, Lost and and Force Awakens. Um, so. Yeah, he has these great ideas, and he made he produced these the Cloverfield stuff, and it's his Bad Robot production company, and I think it's kind of his baby. But he made the first movie was a shaky cam movie, which is the first thing that turned half the people on the planet off, where it's like you know someone's holding a video camera and running around with it. Um, I never minded those, so I was okay with that. The first ten minutes is a bunch of like college age emo drama. You know, I love and miss my girlfriend, but she doesn't love me. Blah blah blah. Sweet. Uh, when did yeah, that come out? Like, oh, I don't know. Ten years ago, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that was that time. 
I yeah. I always say when people complain really loudly about hipsters, I'm like, I don't know. I think it's still better than emo. Yeah, it really is. So so they they were that 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 turned a lot of the people off. And then also because it was so secretive and they didn't want to tell you nothing about the trailers told you anything about the show or anything about it at all. So you, you just go into it blindly. Not, so not a lot of people saw that, I guess. Um, but it actually had some really interesting, neat things. It's a, it's a monster movie and that's something they didn't tell you. You never mm-hmm. really knew that it's a monster. Yeah, movie. I remember seeing the trailers and going, what is this? This looks like some Blair Witch Project. Nonsense. Yeah, right. Nobody really knew. So it, it did. A, it did end up being a monster movie. And the the cool thing that I really liked about it was like the street level monster movie where it's just people. It's the innocent bystanders. And you're following a group of innocent bystanders through a monster movie that you would usually see like the the generals and the scientists and the the, the president handling. But you're just watching the entire movie through the eyes of just innocent bystanders. Hmm. And 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 that and you never ever learn anything about anything with the president or the <laughs> army or anything. What I mean, you see them; they're there. Like the the military comes in at scenes here and there, and but you don't really see anything. So even when the movie's over, you're never given given any answers about how this happened. It's oh. just you following through that, the the characters. That does sound a lot like Lost. It is, yes. <laughs> So then, then they came out years later. The John Goodman movie called something Clo- Ten Cloverfield Lane or something, and I really can't talk about. Oh, it. Again, I heard that about one, that too. Yeah, they didn't really talk about any of the trailers really about that either, or if it tied or together or whatever. Also, by the way, in the first movie, they never even mentioned Cloverfield, so I don't know hmm. where that came from. Then the title is that, but that's about it. Um, so they they the movie in the the second movie. Kinda ties in, but again, it's a total story about people that don't have anything to do with anything going on in the outside world. And then when you see the outside world, it ties to that first movie kind of remotely. Okay. Yeah. I, again, I can't, this is huge spoilers. If I even <laughs> yeah. It's, any ha- it's it. hard. It's hard without spoiling right. it. But, but it does tie. But again, after that second one, you still have no idea how this is happening, what's happening with this world and why. Nothing. There's no information. You're just looking at it, a very character driven, small level of that has nothing to do with any big story. Mm. They're just caught. Everyone's just kind of caught up in this big world. that's ha- events that are happening and you don't know anything about anything. So this this new new trailer that came out with the Super Bowl is promising to explain how it all ties together and what it is. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I was really excited about that, and it actually did launch last night, which was a huge surprise because evidently it was originally slated to release in April, and it was supposed to be in the movie theaters. Okay. So so they did a switch, put it on Netflix, and launched it on Super Bowl night. Oh, wow. Um, I've watched half of it. Okay. And they, yes, they're definitely finally explaining how everything happened. Okay. It was purgatory but, the whole time? Yeah, right. And I can't say much more. All I know is that. <laughs> okay. All, all I can say is that I'm ha- I, I'm personally happy that they're finally exploring why, and that we don't have to watch any more movies that don't tell you anything that just tease you forever. You know, it's not not really a glowing recommendation. So if if I wanted to 
watch this thing, this Netflix, yeah. which Netflix, yeah. like somebody, somebody tell Netflix to calm down. Oh God, I, right? I feel like yeah. every time I open the app, they're pushing a new yeah. original series on me or a new um, yeah. Netflix original. I'm like, what? I can't just, keep up. Just dial it back a notch. Like I don't have that much time. Uh, I can't, <clears throat> I cannot keep up. I mean, Good on them that they're actually yeah of course pitching, I'm pitching me stuff but, that, right they're, they're okay, pitching me so, stuff I actually want to see so, but but to so my question can I watch this like do I have to have seen these other the, the original two films to to really no. appreciate it you, you, no not just appreciate it. you need to watch the first one okay. you, you can totally skip over the second one there's no point whatsoever um, watch the first one actually I like the first one I, I really do and, and I watch it again but. Watch the first one and then the second one. But if you watch this Netflix series without watching anything, no, it's it, it probably would be terrible and make no sense and have sure, sure. nothing at all. At all. I mean, it makes no sense. Because they're talking about stuff that's happening on Earth. And it's that's important because you know what's happening. But they don't show it. You really you need watched the, the context. You should have watched okay. the movie. Okay. Yeah. Because it all happens during that movie. So you're like... You know what's kind of anyway, yeah. Anyway, I was excited about that. That was definitely a, a thing, and I'm I'm glad that they put it out. I'm always watching another Cloverfield thing. It's a big monster okay. movie, and now we're okay. finding out why the monsters are are there or whatever. Yeah, we've got. Uh, I was scrolling through the list of upcoming upcoming films. We've got the second Pacific Rim this year too. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I expect that to be entertainingly bad. Yeah, um, right. See, not, what, not, what's, what, what, not bad. what's wrong I th- with that? Is that okay? I, th- I think right. we talked about this a couple weeks yeah. ago. Like, you, you know, it's going to be... You know it's going to be bad. It's going to be a big, ridiculous summer blockbuster. And if that's yep. what you expect, then that's what you get. Yep. Yeah. Be, and, and that's exactly what I'm expecting. A, a bunch ride. of kaiju and huge robots Jaegers, and a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. Jaegers and people being terrible with their acting and horrible, horrible script. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe they can yeah. find another um, British actor to do a an oddly mediocre American accent. Oh man! Oh man! What you else? know that I, that terrible I, I garden have... no movie that looks awful. Oh, it's Romeo and Juliet. You know, my kids no, and I no. liked that first one. Sherlock Gnomes. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think I might take my kid to go watch the the, the Peter Rabbit movie because I think it looks awful as well. You know, but, I. I cannot I cannot watch I've seen that trailer twice. Uh yeah. they showed it before Greatest Showman and I saw it Jumanji. A, a Jumanji, that's it. And yeah. uh I'm like I can't watch that trailer and not go Yeah, this guy's got a vegetable garden. Of course he doesn't want rabbits coming in eating all his <laughs> stuff like duh. Like duh. Tending a garden is a lot of work. Right. Like the These gardener, the gardener is not the villain in this story. <laughs> That's right. and, he, and he's maybe, just doing it for a, a woman. Maybe, what he's, he's, you know? maybe I'm getting old, but I'm like, no, get that. It's <laughs> it's just a rat with long ears. Get him out of here. Oh right, and then and then the rabbit, like in the trailer, the rabbit like electrocutes the dude. Like, uh, what a horrible thing. Like, yeah, we're gonna have some. Uh, some Home Alone style physical comedy antics. Oh man! So I'm gonna end up taking my kid to watch that one, sure. But I, I am gonna watch Greatest Showman. We'll we'll talk about that next week for sure. I'm glad you watched it. And uh, also, my as a as a corollary, um, I got a new app 
I'm not I'm not super in love with it yet, but um it is literally called Run P. What what what? Run I haven't even heard this P. at all. Okay, okay, so uh they keep a database, whatever, I don't really know how it's run, but um for the new movies, you update it and somebody Maybe several somebodies. Hopefully, I hope there's not just one dude watching every new movie to figure this out. But they pick ideal times during a film to get up out of the theater and use the restroom or get a, <laughs> okay. get, get, get some more popcorn or um, whatever. It's supposed to, like, if you start the timer, th- they tell you, like, start the timer when the 20th Century Fox logo fades out or something. Uh, and it'll give you a notification. It didn't do that for me, so I don't know how reliable it is. There's, I, I haven't found anything else like it, so it might be the only thing in this space. Okay. But to me, that's fairly useful information. I've started going sure. to the um, a nearby theater that has uh, that has a bar that has drinks. Yeah. And one beer is not enough for like a two-hour movie. Right. <laughs> okay. You got. Right. You got to. And especially if you're going to go to something long, like you know, Peter Jackson and other directors are making like two and a half, three hour movies. I think. Um, yeah. Right. Interstellar was one of those. Mm-hmm. Like, but there are still no. There's still no intermissions. Right. So yes. You're like when, when is a good when time? When do I go to the bathroom? I don't. I don't want to miss any. <laughs> I don't want to miss anything. Um, that's true. So that's that. It might be worth checking out. I don't know. That's kind of funny. I, I, I hadn't even heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. I heard about it on another show, and uh, when we went to go see Greatest Showman, I I installed it on my phone. And did you use it? I did. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't super effective, though. Greatest Showman is a musical, so when one of the musical numbers started, that I knew, you know, I was like, okay, this is just going to be them singing and they're going to do this and so i have time to <laughs> right go get uh go get another drink <laughs> i <laughs> that it makes it seem like it was it was a really good movie like if you're into musicals show tunes it was excellent i don't want to yeah i don't want to overhype it for you and 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 brune your right but we'll talk about that next week <clears throat> well, I, I definitely want to watch it. I, I know you had watched it, and then we, I had asked because it, it had been on my radar a little bit, and I'd ask if it was a family movie because there's just not a lot of good family movies out sure. right now. And and I like taking my daughter and I to go to the movies. She's 11, so you know, there's I got to be careful about what I show her. It's weird. Like and, I wouldn't I wouldn't have expected somebody to make <laughs> a story about the circus and have it be family right. friendly, but it's 100 percent family friendly. That's great. And and you had said that. And I think our buddy Fox had said that. And I was like, OK, good. Cool. Yeah. Because we watched we've literally watched Jumanji twice. And then <laughs> last weekend, my daughter and I were jonesing for some movie popcorn and some time in a the theater. And she said, well, we can watch Jumanji for a third time. And I was like, no, <laughs> I, I'm not doing that. It's not that it's, good. It's not that it's, good. It's great, so, but not, right. not three times in the theater. Good. Right. So I was like, nah, we'll just we'll just tough it out. I told her I said, well, we've got Black Panther coming up soon, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 just wait. And then now the Greatest Showman, you tell me that I'm looking for it. We'll, we'll go that's, watch that. That's one. good. And then in a couple of weeks, uh, that Peter Rabbit travesty will be Peter out. Peter Rabbit, you go watch that. 
Yeah, and I can talk about how terrible it was. Although I did so, like Home Alone. So on my uh, on my drive home from Bloomington, I stopped in a couple of Goodwills again to pick up some more <laughs> movies. Yeah. Uh, three. Oh yeah, yeah. Three dollar movies. I wanted to give you a, a fresh rundown. What'd you get? Um. So I got School of Rock. Okay. Uh, Jack Black. Sherlock Holmes with um. RDJ, RDJ, yeah. yeah. Oh, that that's quality right there. A a double feature Maverick and Wild Wild West. Like oh, Wild Wild, 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 Wild West, West was so pretty terrible, but so bad. I remember Maverick being pretty funny, so yeah, rolled the dice right. on that. Uh right. Airplane. Okay, yeah, Classic. Sure. Planes, trains good, and automobiles. Good. Same good, deal. Yes. Spy game. I don't know if you remember that one with uh I don't remember that one. Robert Redford and um uh, Brad Pitt. Mm. Maybe. Oh, I think I missed that one. I mean, I, I've heard it was good though. It's pretty good. Man, um, I, watch that. I got a couple of uh, of SNL best of collections. Um, okay. Will Ferrell Part Two, Chris Farley, and uh, Adam Sandler. So okay, we'll, we'll see. Those are good, solid. It's sure. always you know whatever. Could could be. Uh, Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, right. Absolutely. Good. Um, Catch me if you can. Oh, these are all good rewatchers. These are all yeah, good yeah. I mean, that's that's what I'm I'm going through the Goodwill thing. Going, what have I seen that I think is good enough to watch again and whatever? Um, and also, you feel like that, that was really good. I could see that and and see new parts that I forgot about. Right, or like with if I'm hanging out with one of my younger siblings or something, and I'm like, wait, you haven't seen X? You haven't seen Memento? Yeah. You haven't yeah. seen? Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. like, oh, I guess when I watched it, you were 12, so I would definitely not have <laughs> yeah. shown that to you, but right. you might think it's funny now, and, you know. You know, that that is one of the many perks of having a kid, is that I get to to show her, like, the other day, I'm just telling, I was going through my list of my movies down on my shelf, and I was like, you haven't seen Willow? Okay, <laughs> we're watching, we're watching Willow. So, yeah, definitely. What else did you get? Anything else? Um, the last one on the list is the original animated Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. That's actually a rare find. Which is a little, like, I saw it as a kid, and I remember it being that kind of, like, it's not quite anime. It's kind of in the, yeah. in the Speed Racer era of, yeah. of animation. So, I don't know. I'll, that's got, I'll watch it and see if it, if it holds up at all, but at some that's point. That's got a, that's got a neat, like, you can watch, I'm sure, on YouTube, a, uh, like a making of type, a really interesting making of hmm. on there because, because they make it. I mean, should, yeah, it's a really, that's a really good find. They, they, the way they, they made that movie is different than any other kind of art style that they made at the time or in the future even. So yeah, really? watch that. Man, hmm. I kind of want to watch that now. Um, yeah, Cause there's shadows that I think they actually do like real live action stuff with it. And um, right on. yeah. I'm gonna have to watch that again. That's a, that's a, again. That's a hard find. To, you can't find that really. Even wonder what that's like on Amazon. You may look it up. So. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll, have to, yeah. I'll have to check that. Can't even watch it. Um, you been playing any games this week? Um, not too much. I did want to. I don't know. Last week I was going to talk about mobile games that I tried. Um, I don't, oh yeah. I don't know how much I want to get into that. Basically, short version is. I played three games. Um, let's see. Arena of Valor. Vain- I saw the Super Bowl commercial for that. Oh, they had a Super Bowl ad. I didn't even see they that. They did. Um, Vainglory, 
is, okay. is the second one. And Mobile Legends, though I think the full title is Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Um, <laughs> okay. All three of those are basically mobile League of Legends clones. They're varying, oh, oh. varying differences like um, Arena Valor and Mobile Legends. Wait, wait. Are they are they are they League of Legends clones or are they just MOBAs? I mean MOBAs or League of Legends. Le- League is the only MOBA that I've played at length if you exclude Heroes of the Storm. Like I've played Heroes more than any of the others. Right. But Heroes originally labeled itself a hero brawler because there are so many things about it that are different from MOBAs. Now okay. now they're sort of embracing the mobile the MOBA label. But so um, like two of those three have a joystick like a virtual because it's an iOS game and and the other one is tapped move at first I didn't think that I liked the joystick like that that seems that seems lazy to me but in practice it's actually easier to not have my fingers my thumbs blocking the screen when I'm trying to when I'm trying to move, um, right. I still would make sense. Honestly, I would still rather have a mouse, right? Of course, um, of course. They all three have um, something outside of game that enhances your character, whether it's talents or runes or whatever they call talents and runes, because everything has to have a different name. Mm-hmm. Um, they all three have items in game, which is something that heroes doesn't have. Um, Two of the three let you buy items wherever you are on the map, which yeah. alleviates some of the ridiculousness of that whole thing. Um, I mean, this is starting to sound like League so much. Already. It's so much like League. Like two, Ugh, two okay. of them have a mode that's fewer than five players, so it's faster. I mean, okay. even the full five versus five really doesn't take 15, 20 minutes at most. Because it's mobile, they yeah. know that people aren't going to play uh, on their phone for as long as they would play a game of League. Um, yeah. But it's still a little bit longer than it, than even like Clash Royale or something. Mm. Um, I mean, so, that's, that's the problem. When, when you say League, I, I keep thinking of, I can't not think of long, laborious game yeah. that takes and, a lot of... And again, it's it's not as long as League, but it's long relative to other mobile games so there are those three i was fairly unimpressed with all of those um i also tried a a card game and now i'm not going to think of the name of it maybe i still have it um real quick before you move on to that one there i think that one of the problems with the uh, the long mobile games isn't because i actually play several long mobile games Mm -hmm. but they're all single player mobile games. You can't have long multiplayer mobile games is the problem. Okay. I, I just I think that mobile games, all mobile games come with the expectation that you can just drop them at any time. That you can be sitting in a living room and then somebody come up and talk to you and you can just look and start talking to them. Or yeah. yeah. Anywhere. That's that's my problem with well, it's one of my problems with Hearthstone. Like yeah. if if I'm in a game of Hearthstone, like I you can sort of talk. It's not it's not as real time as something like Clash Royale, but I still like I can't just lock my flo- my phone. I'm in the middle of a game. Yeah. Um, the the but it, but if it's two minutes, fine. It's right. A two minute right. game. 
Um, the card game I tried is a game called Shadowverse. It popped up on a um, on an Instagram ad. Okay. Um, it has the same thing where like I had to learn all of the terms that are functionally identical to terms in Hearthstone, but they're called something different. Okay. Right. Like instead of guard, they have ward. Or instead of mana, they have gems or something. Um, I just did the single player campaigns part of that, but I played it long enough, which was like an hour, till I hit the difficulty wall. I'm like, oh, okay, this is where I've hit the end of the funnel and they want me to spend money to buy cards. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's also kind of... It's whatever, like, I understand how that works, but I'm not going to not gonna buy cards for another game. I would just play Hearthstone if I were going to do that. Yeah, it's, um, uh, so, so, that I haven't found anything that I've, I mean, I'm still playing Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've reopened that a couple times in the last week after um, you and I talked about it. I'm like, yeah, this is still here. It's hard, like most... Um, I feel this way about console games. Like if I don't play for a couple months and I come back and I'm like, uh, what was I what's, doing? What's going on here? How do I play this game? What? Yeah. The, what button does what? I, I, I should, I should have finished it by now. The, the only reason I haven't is because I left, I am playing it on my iPad and I left it over at Trotsky's house when we recorded <laughs> last week. And, but, but the, what I was going to say about it is that one of the best parts about it is that I feel you can complete it in a relatively easy amount of time. And, that makes me feel really good these days, being able to have a game that you can play, sit down, beat, and say, I did it. Sure. You know, I, that, that's that's really rare that I can <laughs> have any game, any game, console, PC, mobile, anything, and feel that I have completed it. I put it on my shelf, look at it forever in the corner and say, <laughs> I did that. And then not have to do it again, you know. In, in that same vein, um, after... Uh... I don't know. I, I listened to a podcast where they did their like rundown of their favorite games of 2017 and somebody brought up Shadow of War. I'm like, you know, I haven't played Shadow of War since I got ESO. And yeah. not that I've played that much ESO, but I'm like, you know, I should go back and you know, you know, uh not play through it. Not, like it's fun. I enjoy playing it. It's it's long. It's kind of a grind. Yeah. Not in a yeah. Not in an MMO way, but it's just long. There's a lot you have to do to finish yeah. the different parts of the story. And I'm in the, I think I'm in the second act, if it's divided into acts. Sure. Um, I mean, that's how I feel about Witcher 3, too, is that I, I, like, it's a grind to do it. You got to sure. do it. It's fun, but yeah. Yeah. It's a chore getting on. You're like, I'm going to get on and I'm going to have to do some stuff. I'm like, okay, I want to do this quest, this quest, and this quest. And yeah, so I've been doing that for the last for the last week on and off a couple times. Um, I, ha- I have I have Shadow of War as well, and I've not and I got it for for um Black Friday mm-hmm, and I have yet yeah. to unwrap it. So I mean that's a good thing too. It'll never go bad. It's not one of those things that mm-hmm. will I can I can still play. But I also when you said I remember earlier this week or something that you said you were going to play shadow of war that you, or you were, I think it was when I was asking about elder scrolls and you're like, I'm playing shadows of war. I thought, you know what? I need to crack open 
that that game and Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, right. And and I did. I went ahead and, and opened up. I heard Horizon about Zero that. Dawn. It kind of it kind of released in the shadow of um, Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, right. Sure. Which is it, unfortunate because that it is from from all accounts, Breath of the Wild was great. I don't have a Switch, so I haven't played it. But right, I've heard it was great too. Yeah. But but this I've I've I just opened it up and I put it in and I only played it for like an hour. Um, so I got through some of the introductory stuff, but it, I, man, I'm really digging the presentation. I mean, I really, really am. It, it's, it's a story driven game and it's not, I mean, it just sucks you in and the characters are interesting. The world is super unique and vibrant and, and just draws you right in. This is the every game character that talks that, um, it's like post post apocalyptic. Yes. I, again, I'm only an hour into it, so I haven't sure, done sure. anything out. But, no but it, there's clearly like machines and computers and technology in the wild. But the your main character and um, the other main character and so the people in the game are like have a Viking feel to them. So like you're playing a Viking, okay. like a um, what's the Viking, the big Viking game, um, the Elder Scrolls game, uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. It's like a Skyrim yeah. game you're playing, but better. And um, and then all of a sudden there's these, um, robot animals walking around and, and they're, and they, they right off the, the, the beginning, they, they talk to you about them. Like, Hey, it's, there's parts of the world. There's the plants, you know, you see the very Viking thing. Like we live with the land and nature and then there's the metal beasts. So they, they speak to them as if they're all part of the ecology of the world. Okay. And you're like, like we talk about animals, plants, life, and the earth. They would say animals, plants, the metal people, life, and the earth. Hmm. So it's kind of like all one thing. Like they Westworld. Just accept that yeah, they just accept it as part of a thing. Did, did, and then, did you see that Super Bowl trailer? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Heck, yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, super excited about that one. I didn't even mention that one. Um, but so this – and then early on the game, you're, at, you're playing a very young girl at the very beginning to help teach you the, the game as you go through. And um, okay. the main character, and she falls down into like a cave where there is an old abandoned, like some kind of civilization that used to live where it was all advanced. There's computers and technology, super hmm. advanced stuff. And she finds things. Um, so you can tell that this goes back to the whole world. The world is so interesting and you want to know right off the bat, what is this about? What's happening? Yeah. You know? And then, and there's so many unanswered questions immediately. They start off with that they're outcasts. Why are they outcasts? Why is this lady nice to her, but these other people are hateful? Mm-hmm. And it's just right, you know, this is before, as soon as you load the game, it doesn't go to a menu or go to like, uh, let's talk about the show, the cool logos for the, for the companies and stuff. As soon as you load the game, it starts in the story. And then, and then you come to, as you watch the story happen, then it comes to the menu and you're like, okay, start. And then it just goes without any loading time or anything straight into continues into the story. And like, Oh my God. I mean, it's just so, it's such a breath of fresh air to just be playing the game very naturally. They're there. They have already introduced a limited amount of crafting as an optional type thing, but it's accessible. I can push a button and make it happen. And I don't have to look up tons of menus and things online and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe there will be later, but the way they're introducing it is very small piece by small piece. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. 
So I just got I got past the all the introductory spots. The main character has gone through a training montage and has grown up, which is the character that you actually play as. Okay. So I feel like I've gotten through the the tutorial ish area of it, and I'm I'm jazzed. I felt like I played a great game already. Nice. And I'm just at the beginning. So I know yeah, that I'm excited about that. One of the things I've heard about that game is that there's a there's a fair amount, high amount, whatever of that like almost dramatic irony where okay they're like you loot an item and it's you know ancient talisman or whatever yeah. and it's a wristwatch right <laughs> yeah and, right and to the player to us we're like oh i know what that is but the people the characters in the world they don't know like so much time has gone by they're like yeah we don't know what this is yeah, yeah, it and yeah, absolutely. I know that from this Ancient beginning vessel, tutorial, and it's just a coffee mug, <laughs> right? The the uh, at the very beginning, she, one, the first thing that she does is she finds this like little. It kind of almost looks like a Bluetooth headset type thing. <laughs> like you, you, she puts it on the side of her head, and it all of a sudden it, it puts a holographic presentation around her that she can see mm. of the world. So it's a it's an ARG. She gets yeah, an yeah. ARG interface. And all of a sudden, she can see all of the electronic conduits through the world when she turns it on. And there is computer screens that she swipes her hands with and stuff. But she's a little kid, so she just kind of takes it as this natural wonder type thing that's amazing. Yeah. Whereas anyone else who sees it, all of her, they don't see it, first off. They just see that she's got this thing on her head and she's playing like a little thing. And they call it like a toy. Or, you know, little thing that they don't even know what it is. It's just a little play thing. Mm -hmm. um, and they don't think much about it. Um, so when she, like one guy gives her a bow and you look at it, you're seeing the holographic around it. And it says like B-O-W across the top along the side of the bow. Yeah. Where the computer's overlaying that. And she looks at it and says bow. And then it highlights. And you're like, oh, you know what that is. But the people, she does, she doesn't know what that's saying. You know what's happening. She's just seeing these weird things. Sure. So already it's it's got that kind of like oh I know that's the a, interface I know what's happening. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting yeah. concept. Yeah, and she's living in the future where they know nothing about this, but she has super advanced ARG. You know. So did you see um, Sword Art Online? The I don't know. I've heard anime. somebody talk about that though. It's uh, I don't know. It it got a lot of hype. And so it also got a lot of hate. It's it it's not very good, quote unquote. Okay. Um, it's sort of the the modern uh, kickoff to the anime alternate world genre. There's a there's a yeah. Japanese word for that that I don't know. Um, it, not the first by any means. Uh, it's basically. Uh, the earliest example I can think of is Narnia. Okay. Where, you know, main characters from a world that's understood to the reader, to the watcher, whatever, uh, yeah. go to a different world. Um, it's become very popular in the last five-ish years in the video game sort of uh, context and um, okay. Sword Art Online SAO is one of these where in the near future 
the premise is in the near future they develop a VR headset that's fully immersive. It's basically the Matrix. Okay. But without the, you know, the thing in your neck. It's just a headset. Oh, sure, sure. Um, and in the in the very first episode, um, a, a number of characters log into this brand new MMO. And the main character is a guy who played in the beta. So he, he already has a head start, um, knowledge-wise. And on launch day, the creator of the game gets on and announces to all the players that um, he's modified the game. There's no interface to log out. What? And because it is sending signals directly into the brain. Yeah. He's set it up so that if your character dies in the game, it will kill. It'll make you brain dead in the real world and you'll actually and you'll actually die. Awesome. So it just like just like a J.J. Abrams project, it has huge, like impressive stakes at the beginning. Yeah. And without spoiling it too much, it never really delivers on those stakes. Oh, that's the hardest. It, it, was it our, our buddy Fox says endings are hard and endings are hard. And what it sort of devolves into is this pseudo harem kind of anime story where there's the main character who is he's in an MMO but he prefers to play solo he's 100% Mary Sue right um, okay he's he's overpowered in every battle he meets this girl who's like one of the only girls who goes for oh so part of the story I forgot to mention is that um the only way the players can get out of the game is if they beat all 100 levels of the dungeon, right? Cause it's okay. an, it's an MMO. And so there right. are these gangs, these guilds um, fighting bosses, but the main character is a guy who is a solo player, right? He's, he's antisocial. He's, you know, whatever. And yeah. he meets this girl who's cute and is competent in combat where the combat is all mostly guys because it's Japan and whatever culture thing. And, um, but she's also very competent domestically, right? Like she has maxed out cooking in the game. (laughs) So it's this, it's 100% fan service, like on another level, like on a deeper, like, life fulfillment level it's not just like panty shots you know what i'm saying i would i would i would actually expect that from some of those things it's it's not fan service in the sense of like here's some here's some gratuitous panty shots it's fan service in like this is what you wish real life was like right oh i see you wish you could log into the game and be the most impressive player and also have the best girl on your arm kind of thing. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah, it's very Japanese. Right? Sure, sure. <laughs> I I mean I don't I don't know. Ninety percent, probably more than that, like ninety eight percent of my understanding of their culture is based on anime. So who knows? <laughs> right. Who knows I, I what actually, I know? Um Right. I I really want to go over there and that's one of my my bucket list things is to go to Japan and just like spend a week there and um 
I have a feeling that it'll be nothing like I think that it'll be. Right, right. It's like those, um, the really weird commercials that you see from Japan or um, other Asian countries. and Or their game shows and stuff. Sure. And you hear, um, I've heard about that stuff that people who are actually from there are like, oh, is that, that's what you think it's like? (laughs) It's like if... Somebody from Japan tuned into American television and only saw Jersey Shore. Oh, right. right? Yeah, and true. you're like, oh, right. no, that's, that's, that's not, not us at all. That's not, the, that's not it at all. Yeah. I mean. Oh, you're you, probably right. You watch Parks and Rec. You'll get a little closer, but. <laughs> <laughs> right, but not really. No. Still. No, right. It's still oh, so God. much hyperbole. Oh my gosh. Hey, so something before, as we get closer to our, our time here, I know that you had talked about this thing called a weekly challenge. You were kind of wanting to bring up to me. What's that? What's that about? Well, I thought that, um, you know, we're our format on the show. I'm sure I know that people love listeners love when podcast hosts talk about their podcast, but our, <laughs> our format is very, is very loose, very free form. And yep. For one reason or another, we've ended up talking about Star Trek a lot, which is which is <laughs> funny. Like I've talked about Star Trek more in the last three months than I have in the last three years. Yeah, it's, it's just it's but, just kind of the stars have aligned. I think be, between you know doing the the RPG and the new show coming out, Discovery, mm-hmm. all that, and I'm like, well, what what can we what can we do to to have something to talk about that's not just me going, hey, have you, did you see Discovery? Also, I've been watching Deep Space Nine, like, you know, whatever, right. like all Star Trek all the time, because that's not what, right. what we're about. Um, so I thought, what if we we pick a thing, either, yeah. you know, a, a movie or a show that's on Netflix, or maybe a new popular mobile game, or some, something, you know, easy for us to get okay. into, easy for sure. our listeners to check out. Good um, idea. Okay. T- talk about it on a given week and say, you know, all right, we're going to watch or we're going to play X and then we're going to talk about it next week or maybe in two weeks, depending on. I think that's a good idea. We have to pick some some bite sized things. You have some uh, whatever you have else some is ideas? going on. You have some well, ideas for this week. We talked about this a little bit off air before we started. Have you seen um, Black Mirror? No, but I know that uh, people are telling me to watch it. That's the one where it's kind of like it's got a, a, a set world in the future, but every episode is its own contained thing, right? Right. That's that's my understanding. Right. Okay, that's a, actually a good that's a that's a good one to do because we can watch parts of that and not have to watch like a fourteen hour thing in a week, right? Yeah, yeah. So just like, we'll, all right, we'll watch the first episode. We'll talk about it next week. No, let's watch. Let's watch more than one. We can watch more than one because I've seen. I think I might have seen like the trailer for the first one or something. Okay. So, so let's watch the first three. First three. Okay. Are they hour long? I'm not sure. I I, I think so. I'm not sure. Okay, we'll watch the first three and see how that goes. All right, everybody, watch Black Mirror. It's on Netflix. Three episodes. That's a good idea. Okay. Cool. There I can are, actually say that I'm watching that one. There are six. So if we do three, then we'll we'll have half. Oh, even better. So how many, what's, what's the series count on there? Is there like, how many seasons do they have? I think it's just, oh, 
It says four seasons. Whoa, it's been out for a while then. That has been out much longer than I thought. Oh, the first season is only three, so we'll see the whole first season. Okay, so we we got um, we'll watch that next week, and I'd also like to talk to you next. We're going to talk about the Greatest Showman. Yep. Um, so if we want to catch, catch up and watch that with us next week, we can talk about that. Um, I'd also like to. We got two shows. I mean, we've already got next week planned. Two shows that are ending. Um, Discovery will have its last one. Yep. So I'd like to spend some time on that. So you might catch up on Discovery. That'll be our, our, our recap one. And then The Good Place is... is Oh, man. Yeah. That's the I, second season. I've, I've been showing season one of that show to my sister, which has uh, oh, yeah, been, so been entertaining to go back and watch, like, knowing, without spoiling it, knowing the twist of season one, um, yeah. watching early episodes of season one, going, oh, man. And season one, I did I did watch one of the, the things in there. I, we're not going to go too much in the good place here, but I did see a scene that I didn't realize that they kind of allude to later on when when uh, 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 what's his name? It's the the monk Jean Yu. Uh, Jason. Jason. Jason Mendoza. He's trying to stay in a certain place, and he <laughs> tries to throw a catch a train on fire by throwing a Molotov cocktail and he yells portals portals you get his oh my uh, god his, his love so for Jacksonville good. and his love so for good. Molotov cocktails <laughs> his Molotov cocktails and they, they talk about it later on in season two it's, it's one of the things and I didn't realize he did it in season one again and I was like and these writers yeah. are spot on like spot they on. they had in mind when they started when so yeah. so anyway we'll, we'll talk about that next week too because I know that the series season finale is coming at the end of that one or has right. come. I can't remember if I've seen that. All right. So uh, I, I I still one more time I have to circle back to the beginning and say yeah. aside from any trailers for anything, <laughs> what Super trailers. Bowl what Super Bowl ads did you like? Oh man, I, I like the tide stuff. Tide was sure. Cool. I mean Hopper. I, Hopper. I, I I called dibs on, on Gen Con Hopper cosplay. <laughs> Hopper cosplay. That's great. It, actually, he's got the best one of those tied ones is when he's uh, it's the romantic guy with like the cologne or something. He's sitting on the horse mm-hmm. and then and then it zooms out and it's got this horse with a really long, like really long horse. And the, and the <laughs> um, uh, the Old Spice guy. Yeah, that's it. The Old Spice guy. And he's standing and, and Hopper's at the very back of the end of it. And he's like smiling. It's like tight, tight ad. Did you see the. um? <laughs> either of the manning brothers ones oh my god i saw the one where he does the 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 yeah dirty the, dancing um, dirty dancing and when he actually does lift him up it's like <laughs> yes there's like yes. there's like wires or something but it's still great <laughs> that was great because I, I was expecting him to be really silly and then drop him or something but when it did yeah. i was like oh yes and he holds him up there and he's like just posed <laughs> I, I don't even know what that ad was for um, I don't either. I don't either. The, so they didn't succeed in whatever it was. But the Crocodile Dundee, uh, Danny McBride, and mm. the the other Hemsworth, the Australian commercial. Yeah, that was that was good. It was a nice. Yeah, uh, I heard about know. that one before though. Like I heard it on the radio, people talking mm. about how there's just it was chalk filled full. So it ruined it for me. Uh, it was chalk filled full of um, um, Australian actors and stuff, and then it ended up they sure. said it wasn't an actual movie and i was like oh man so that kind of ruined it for me that i mean no did you really want to see danny mcbride play crocodile dundee's son 
Oh God, no! But that sounds terrible. This is, this is the world we live in, though. This happens. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that would totally happen, you know. Mm. Let's do it. I mean, because Crocodile Dundee, I, I will it's 100% say, one hundred percent why believable scenario. Oh my God, I, I don't know why. That oh yeah, it totally is. I I, I don't know why I liked the first Crocodile Dundee because you want to talk about movies that don't hold up. Oh my God, that's terrible. Um, I I don't think I've that was just a little bit before my time. I've never seen. Oh my God, it was, it's horrible. But I remember liking it when I was a kid. Sure. So I, I'm amazed that somebody hasn't decided to do something with it. And then all of a sudden you see that commercial. I would have been like, had I not known that, I would have said, oh, my God, this is what they're doing with it. This is how they do it. They make it terrible. <laughs> Danny the, was right. This is a Paul Hogan cameo at the end. <laughs> it was. He was in there. and Hugh Jackman was in there. And yeah. Did you see the um, uh, the Diet Coke mango Ah, that actually got voted like worst of all the commercials. It's just this, just this girl like kind of dancing. Oh, and she looked completely awkward. I don't know what it was, (laughs) but when I was watching that, I was like, there's something, maybe it's her super skinny jeans. Right, right. And her her stilt legs. Her weird wardrobe and and body type. Yeah, my, my brothers in our, in our group chat complained about that ad every time it came up. Like I was, I was with the rest of my family here watching uh Longmire on Netflix. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. I was watching the game on my phone and so I had I had it muted. So I didn't really see ads and if I did I couldn't hear them. So there was no point in really watching them. It wasn't like I can watch the game muted. You can't really watch ads muted. Yeah. And uh and yeah, so I looked it up later and I was like I don't know. It it's kind of funny in a in a really strange way. Yeah. It's weird. What about... Uh, it's the um, only thing I can think of was weird. Is the way to explain it. I, I don't even know... I don't even know if I'm going to try any of their crazy Diet Coke stuff now. Because it's sure. so weird. It's, it's apparently the first... The first main... Uh, first big ad. Maybe first Super Bowl ad. I don't know. I saw this somewhere on the internet. Like, first big ad they've done in, like, 20 years. Oh really? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Um but there's there's the Doritos one. I remember that one with uh um Peter Dinklage and Yeah, um, that's what I was gonna say. Peter Dinklage and um uh Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, yeah. That that was it was kinda cool, I thought. Yeah, I think I think it was kinda cool once. Yeah, oh yeah. I think I would not watch it again. Right, like if, if like, I saw it a second time, or even if, if I was watching Hulu or something, and I and I saw yeah. it pop up again, I'd be like, uh, "Stop! There's, there's no, just, just stop." Right. Hey, what do you, what do you think about? Um, man, I know we're running long here, but what did you think about um, the right. new Jack Ryan thing? You know, I, I read one, or John Krasinski, one or two of those Tom Clancy novels. Oh, they're, you did? Okay. They're long and deep in like details. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know. Like I've seen some of those movies, definitely not all of them. I don't know. You know, I actually didn't see that trailer, so it's hard okay. for me to say on the on the surface of it, I'm like, I don't I don't know if I can take John Krasinski seriously in a serious role, but Yeah. Maybe, I will say, maybe, watch it, watch, watch it because 
I, I didn't know. I was taken a little taken aback because I, I'm a big Jack Ryan fan. I, I love all the stuff with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I got to say, him would be like the worst choice for a Jack Ryan for me. And then watching that trailer, I thought, oh, wow, he looks a little bit older. That's the, probably the best thing. He doesn't look like Jim, which is the hardest thing I'm sure he has to get past. Sure. Well, I mean, um, and it, I mean that show's been off the air for how long? Like at, at least, least ten fi- years, at least. Not, I don't know, about ten you years. Don't think ten? Oh, okay, maybe. But it it might have finished in '09. We might be close. Jeez, we might yeah, be, right? close, might to be close to ten years. years. So, so uh. it's. I mean, he he looks he looks older, and you know he doesn't look like a kid. He doesn't look like yeah. a gym. Maybe it's his haircut, and he's. He's maybe filled out a little bit more from like skinny little guy. I mean, definitely if you go back to the first few seasons of The Office, that's 10, 15 years yeah. ago. So, yeah, he looks like a young kid. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe that could work. And then hmm. it's a, a Netflix series, which is different. It goes back to your whole like Netflix. Oh, it's a, chill it's out. a Netflix original? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued yeah. probably more. Wow. I'm actually intrigued more from that than I am the solo movie. Wow. That's a yeah, bold statement. Be, that is because I think that it can, it can give me something. It can give me new Jack Ryan stuff. That's interesting sure. and cool. Whereas solo won't change any, hopefully won't change anything. I think about Harrison Ford's character. Yeah. Hopefully I would hope for sure. Which which is a terrible thing to say. Like, I hope I go watch a movie and I don't feel any different about the main character. That's the worst thing you can say, right? Right, yeah. Which yeah. M- makes you say, why do we need this movie? But, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Steven Tyler one was okay. I was always a Steven Tyler fan, but uh, he looks like he's 900 years old and I feel terrible because of that. Uh, sure, sure. So, I yeah. I don't think I saw that one. Um, yeah, it was. Weird. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, we're long on time here, but there's a whole whole conversation about like some ads are funny and some ads are like not sad, but like tearjerkers. Like oh, the yeah. um, whatever that ad was with Budweiser and the and the water. Yeah. I was like, I actually talked to somebody about that today. I was like, I'm not even sure what I'm watching here, but I'm getting choked up. Yeah, it's they, they also had one for first responders and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did like those 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 commercials. I think they're fine. Uh, a, a funny segue into that is that um, I actually thought that the Westworld show commercial was one of those at the beginning. Because mm. watch that watch that trailer again and i guarantee oh. you for the first 10 seconds you're gonna think that it's just a it's like we love our world there's it's this beautiful world, natural beautiful, place yeah i get what you're saying yeah and they're walking through the fields and there's like the mountains and horses and you're like oh this is so beautiful and they're talking about the beautiful world and it's another one of those heart heart-wrenching things and all of a sudden they show the bull half made of robot you're like that's not a real bull it's a robot bull. right and then all of a sudden that's when my 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 spider sense yeah set up and my you know hair stood up and like this is westworld this is westworld mm. you know i was like oh my god this is the thing it, so it didn't look like anything to me yeah i was like totally <laughs> knew what, what what was happening there but it, it took me for a loop how did you like that. that uh that sprint was it sprint the the Which fake one? the fake westworld ad i don't think i saw it was I don't remember if it was Sprint for sure, but it was definitely anti-Verizon. 
Oh, really? It's the guy in the lab uh, with the robots, and he's training them. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You saw it. He's like, my coworkers were giving me a hard time about yep, it. Or that's something. the one. Man, that was aggressive. Like, <laughs> you come out there and you like spend millions of dollars on a Super Bowl ad to say like this other company's terrible. Or, I mean, that's, not that good. That's yeah. what uh, that's what Sprint Sprint is doing. Like, they hired the "Can you hear me now?" guy. Oh, for right? real? They, they're they're they going ham on Verizon. <laughs> right. Which, which I get, you know. So yeah, oh for gosh. sure, for sure. All right, man. I think that's good for us this week. What uh, save some more, save some lives, made people with life better. Yeah, yeah. Donated to charity. If people want to find links, show notes, uh, anything we talked about that we think is interesting enough to post a show note, where would they yeah. find that? You can go to frontporchpodcast.com. And this one is actually episode. Is this 24? Is that where we're at? 24. Yeah. Yeah. Frontporchpodcast.com slash 24. That'll get our, the, Show notes about this one, but you can also find on that site stuff find, about Dennis. Find myself, Jack Bauer. Forms. You can find Jack Bauer. I think he's on there. <laughs> Jack is the best one. God, I miss that show. Actually, I don't, but I, I loved it when it was on. I, I never saw it. So I yeah, I got swept up into it. That, that was the, the pre-Netflix binge watching because sure, sure. that's right when it just started happening. So Yeah. All right, man. So uh, that's it for us tonight. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, my name is Michael Daniels. And I'm Dennis Rogers. Good night, everybody. See you next time.